Welcome to Lisa Beats You Meet, uh, episode 81. Cheers, 81. Jimmy. Cheers. Yes. What you drinking tonight? Um, I made like a cocktail. It's whiskey and grenadine, but like wicked expensive grenadine and um, bitters. What is that? Is that an old fashioned? I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. We're almost out of whiskey, too. Oh, my gosh. What are you drinking? drinking a flying monkey sparkle puff if you live in canada this one's from canada this is made in ontario canada i don't for anyone out there that drinks beer jimmy's a beer snob like i'm trying to be no like more so than you're like special like you don't drink well you drink everything i think it's a new thing like it, it was craft brew was cool. Mm-hmm. Brewery started popping up, and then like you shifted into like now there's like elite breweries. Yeah, you've like weaned out. Oh, you're not just into craft beer. It's yeah, a special kind it's of craft gotta be beer. Good, you know. For a while, it was just anyone's brewing it. Yeah, uh, well, but we still like you know like Homestead's like I'd hope wouldn't still your favorites. Yeah, okay. it is. Right. They just make a different kind of beer. But it was funny at the beer store. Because there's 50 million to choose from and you never know what's what. It's harder to beer store because also it's like, this probably sounds really stupid, big beer snobby. You know, when people start distributing their beers. Oh my God. I'm just kidding. That's... But the best beers are places like when we go to, I don't know, like Dank House or that place in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, mic- that, it's literally micro breweries. Yeah. They're, they're not at the point where... And Where they can distribute like that. Yeah, or be consistent. But anyways, this guy at this beer stores, he's really cool. And every time I go in there, he always tells me what's up. And he's, you know, he I think he picks what's going to be snob. in there big time. And he picks what's going to be in there. He should be. It's his job. Yeah, which is, I mean, especially in this kind of stuff, that's what yeah. you need. Well, is this beer vegan? That's where it was interesting. It was funny because when I, when I, I'll ask him, like, you should uh, say yes. Trying to, it is. It is definitely <laughs> getting to that. Oh, okay. Um, I said, uh, you know, I like I'm liking these hazies and juicies still. And he just like picks up a four pack and like hands it to me, like puts it in my arms. Yeah. Like, Take this. <laughs> you are buying this. Take this and, and pay twenty dollars <laughs> for a four pack. And I'm like, sure. No, actually, it was like this is really good and it's it's really cheap for what it is. But anyway, I was just talking for a while, and then I was telling him about uh, Columbus Brewing, the mm-hmm. beer that I had that had lactose and lactose they told us that after they poured it they were saying oh i don't really like we were like "Ooh, this is creamy and they're like that's the milk what was in the uh we were like description we can't drink this yeah well actually he told me well i was you know get him to get to mention you're vegan i was like well yeah i try to avoid that i don't like like, sweet beers and i was like i'm also vegan he's like oh i'm vegan oh it's like whoa what steer steer you in the right direction that's awesome yeah he told me that uh hazy jane is not my brew dog has lactose in it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, I won't get that one. Um, well, that's funny you mentioned that because tonight's episode is about the fact that no one can be truly vegan. Yes, and this has kind of got my brain twisted a little. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let's not go into it first. Let's. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's uh, catch. Let's I'm do saying some housekeeping. I'm saying in terms of what we're talking about. Oh, the, you didn't think beers were vegan? No. Or you well, thought that all beers were vegan? Yeah, no, I know they're not, but... Oh, okay. All right, well, we'll talk about it. Um, housekeeping, I guess. One, <laughs> yes. we're in contract on our house, knock on wood, 
So we're not going to be poor anymore, which is really exciting. <laughs> That's why I'm drinking a really high quality beer. Yeah. Wait, did you stay on budget? How much did you spend? Um, how much did you spend? I stayed on budget. Would you say 40 bucks? Yeah. How much did I you spend? Under 30. But what? Um, I bought motor oil. I thought you bought that online. This is a long story. You bought motor oil online and in person? Yes. So the, That doesn't seem like on budget. Well, listen. It's, it's, I'll make it quick. The oil that I use for the truck, mm-hmm. the Land Rover, uh-huh. um, I was reading. This is a really personal conversation. Isn't good for... Vegans. Vegans, yeah. Regular cars, whatever. So for the other car, um, I had bought that stuff, but online it said... The best thing you can buy is this stuff, but it's 37 bucks instead of 20 for a tub of it. So it would have been 80 bucks instead of 40. So I said no. So I bought the other stuff. Okay. This is, this is not interesting. Yeah. Well, when I was at the store, mm-hmm. it's getting there. Um, the stuff that was 37 was on sale for 20, which is cheaper than everything. So both cars need oil change. So I bought it for that. And then when I got to the counter... Rang up for ten bucks. What? Well, yeah. buy more. I know. Is it going bad or something? No, I don't. I just. I think they tried something new and. Interesting. I don't know. So, so I saved some money. Is why. Okay, you should edit this out. That's really boring for to listen to. But anyways, um, we're we're in contract, which is awesome. We're gonna close like before Christmas time, which is really it really saves Christmas. If you know what I mean. Um, but honestly, and this is who people are listening are like, why are you guys talking about this? If I could give a bit of an advice about finances, no one asked, but I'm going to, is that this, uh, the fact that we weren't in contract on this house, it didn't really like change um, like our finances. It was just like a ton of money was uh, tied up into this investment, you know, like over, it was a six figure investment, which is a lot, you know? And um, so when when that wasn't selling, we had to change up our spending habits. We we had to really look at like what we were spending and what we wanted to spend money on and what were our priorities. And yeah, I, without like a fail safe either. Yeah, it was. That, I think that's yeah. That's obviously. where it was scary. Um, but it was it was good. It was really really good. In that, like, I stayed home with my kids, and so you know the money I spent, it, like, it made me look at like. What do I want to spend my money on? And it really, I don't know. I thought it was like cathartic and good to look at like, what's your priority? Because at the end of the day, um, you know, I've said this before that I've like acted like I had money and acted like I didn't have money. It's kind of the same life, you know? Yeah, for so sure. if it's So if it's the same, just save your money, you know? You don't need to be spending like, you know, I'd like go buy clothes like once a week or something. Like not you know, tons yeah. of clothes, but like I would buy something new or something stupid. And it was like, I don't think I need to do that anymore. I think this, this whole process of like not selling your house kind of taught me that like, that's kind of like BSy stuff you don't need to buy. It's just yeah. stupid. And regardless of, you know, whether you make minimum wage or you're a millionaire, you still have, a um, bu- everyone has budgets. Well, that's the thing is the, the actual budget. We hadn't done one in probably over a year. But if you set a budget for the week mm-hmm. and you stay under it and then what you didn't spend. It's like fun money. Yeah. But it's it's more fun because. You know that you're good. Yeah. Not that. I mean, say if it. I mean, this could be someone, you know, a millionaire who's buying, you know, 
a motorcycle at the end of the month because mm-hmm. they have an extra 10 grand right. or it could be, you know, some guy buying a nicer six pack of beer because they have no money. It's just it's, control over your finances, exactly, which, which is we, really exciting. We haven't done in a while. Yeah. So I think this was in the universe. I think it was a good thing. I think more, more so than the, the finances of it. I think what was good for me was seeing what I value and what I want to spend my money on. You know? Yeah, for sure. Like, I think I used to want to spend my money on, and not like I'm like an enlightened person or by any <laughs> means, but I think I had like the tendency to like buy like bullshit and in thinking that it would make me happy or something. I don't really know. But now I look at it and I'm like, okay, what do I want to do this week? Well, I want to take my kids to, you know, Kosai or the museum or something like that. I'd rather spend 50 bucks there than to go buy a sweater, you know? Yeah. So. So it's, it really good. It put a lot of things in perspective. It was good, and, but it's even on anything. it's you even come gooder. Us. It's even gooder <laughs> that we're in contract and that this was a learning lesson that's over. Yeah. Knock yeah. on wood. I mean, the contracts like fall out uh, all the time, but but they we're can, yeah, but we're super excited. We're moving forward, which is that was the other thing that was stressing us out is yeah. uh, we're trying to start our own business where we don't have to have regular jobs yeah. and when everything's kind of went a to a halt, yeah, freaked oh. me out a little. It did. Okay. So that's our lives. Um, I also want to talk about two dishes that have changed our lives. <laughs> One dish is so Midwestern. I can't even, I can't even literally like a white girl saying that, you know, um, I've been making a lot of seitan by myself because we were on a budget <laughs> and seitan is actually <laughs> wicked cheap to make. Did you know this? You have to pay attention. Well, you can't be at, on your computer. Well, I'm planning the podcast. You should have planned the podcast pre- before this. with like a powder, right? It's I'm just gluten. You. you have to look at me. We just saw this on The Office. Dwight Schrute doesn't know how to listen. Okay. Anyway, podcasts. Okay. Should be a diff. People can't see us. Okay. Anyways, um, seitan, you buy it as like wheat gluten or whatever, and then you mix it with your spices and some oil. You got to have a fat in there. You got to have um, something to like cut it. Some people put like other flour in it, like whole wheat flour. I put tofu in it one time that made it like a softer texture. I don't know. Like I'm just telling you that the, the road to knowing how to make seitan is long and I'm coming to a good place on the road and I found a couple pointers about seitan. Yeah, you've been on it for a while too. Well, you need to boil it and you need to bake it. I noticed that. You have to do those two things. You can't just boil or bake. You got to do both of them. And you also, I mean, like that's how you like infuse the flavor, but more so than the flavor, it's is important the, the texture of seitan yes. and you have to knead it for like a year literally like I put it on like the stand mixer and let it go for like 20 minutes and that gives it that like elasticity of the the food or it gives you like the stretchiness but like the stretchiness then hardens I don't know it kind of looks like yeah it's it's like um not tendons, but Pre- like the previous seitan, your earlier path wasn't was chewy. Che- this is chewy's no good. Yeah, you're trying to get a stretchy material inside. Yeah, I don't like, know how to explain. It's like it. Roast beef or yeah. corned beef, it's it's stretchy a little bit, but it it breaks off. Right, you know? right. Um, and the other hint is shave it, cut it. Like I have a mandolin, 
once it's done in the, you know, you um, you boil it. You don't boil it. You simmer it. You don't actually don't want to boil it too much. You want to simmer it on like on low. And then you bake it. And, you know, once you're ready to, to dice it up, use a mandolin. That shaved seitan is so good. It's like lunch meat. Mm-hmm. It really works out. And it works out really well for a dish that is really good, which I made, which is the Reuben casserole this is like it's so not good for you but it was delicious and you need some crescent rolls like i'm talking like pillsbury pillsbury is vegan but it's also like chock full of like bad ingredients you can get like the the annie's kind but it's like seven times more expensive um but it's a crescent roll you know vegan cheese i use like vegan like provolone I think and then you mix the sauerkraut with your Thousand Island which Thousand Island is all it's just mayo ketchup and relish and And relish yeah sweet relish I didn't know that okay um anyways you mix the sauerkraut and the and the Thousand Island together and like it's like a lasagna so you pre-bake your crescent rolls that are on like the bottom layer a little bit for like I don't know, like eight minutes. And then you put the cheese and then you put the sauerkraut, the the Thousand Island, and then you put your shaved seitan and then you do like another layer of it and then you top it off (laughs) with the crescent rolls. Like not crescent rolls, like you have to like flatten it out so it's like a a sheet of crescent rolls. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like like it's. Like a so good, like a pie, but it's yeah. crescent rolls. It's, I mean, like it was probably like seven hundred thousand calories per bite. But yeah, it was I, so good. I couldn't stop eating it, and then I was like, I need a nap. Yeah, it was. It's definitely a weekend thing. But I'm telling you, if you know, it's not authentic at all. It's authentic no, to the Midwest, not, to a casserole. You know, it's not a plant based raw no. vegan casseroles meal. are delicious, though. It was super good. I I got it from like I was looking on Pinterest and it was like a not veganized and I was like I'm going to I'm going to make that vegan and I did and it was cost me 2 pounds on the scale. It was trouble. No, I didn't actually. Worth it. Um the other dish I want to talk about is spaghetti squash and okay, I love That's sp- how you make up for that. It is cuz spaghetti squash is like this dish is the opposite of what I was just talking about. It's, I mean, it's still like super delicious and super satisfying, but way less uh, bad stuff in it. Like, um, well, sp- first of all, people love spaghetti squash because it's like spaghetti, but it's not because people hate spaghetti because it's carbs, you know? Yeah, keto world loves their spaghetti so squash. This is keto friendly, and spaghetti squash, you hollow it out, you know, we the aren't, insides. Though, but go ahead. We're not keto friendly oh i feel i so i feel so bad every time i talk about keto because it's so <laughs> close to home i can't like do it um anyways it's you hollow out that spaghetti squash and then you let you bake that you hollow it like the seeds and then you bake it you know i don't know spaghetti squash is like very because the, some are small some are large is it a particular kind of squash it's a spaghetti squash okay you're not it's just like, getting a squash and somehow no. making it spaghetti squash is spaghetti like itself. its own thing because when you after it's cooked and you kind of like you use like a fork to like pry it off of the skin it it has like spaghetti like texture pumpkins do too but no one's eating pumpkins like that that's not Maybe we should. Don't re- try to reinvent the wheel. Anyways, <laughs> so you scrape off the spaghetti stuff 
And then you mix it with, I use like two frozen things of spinach, but I love spinach. I don't think everyone loves spinach as much as I love spinach. I feel like you don't love spinach as much as I love spinach. No, I do. Really? I'm a big fan of spinach, actually. Oh, it's so good. It's so delicious. It's so cheap. Anything green, I like it. Oh, it's awesome. I don't really like frozen spinach typically, but the way you make it is really good. Well, I mean, I don't serve it to you frozen. It's been... <laughs> it's been... Well, you do some fancy... Yeah. Okay, well, I'm telling you. So spaghetti squash, um, the the de-thawed frozen spinach. I used two of them in this bad boy. And then like garlic and onions. And you're just making like a big old... You're putting it in like a giant pot. And you're mixing spaghetti squash, spinach, garlic, onions. I put in like two tablespoons of uh, sour cream, vegan sour cream, but it goes far. It like mm. makes the whole thing creamy. And then, you know, you can put some butter in if you're feeling really naughty. Wow. Salt and pepper. And it's, it's a real simple thing. And then the first time I made it, um, so you take the, the mixture you made and you put it back inside of the spaghetti squash. And it's like a cute little presentation. And then I throw, first time I made it, I put Parmesan, vegan Parmesan on top. And then the second time oh, I, yeah. I didn't have Parmesan because par- vegan Parmesan is, afford is, it. is expensive. <laughs> so the second time I used that, that vegan. It was a tough two weeks. I used that vegan Aldi cheese because uh, that stuff's like $2.50. Anyways, I put the, it's just like a white cheese, but you know, you could put whatever on it and, and then put it in the oven just for like. 10 minutes just so the whole thing's marries together. That is, that's like, I love that meal. That's so good. So good. It's on your Instagram, right? No, I have not been doing Instagram, right? Come on. You know what? It's just really annoying. I think Instagram's on its way out. TikTok. It's like. You got to get your TikTok, TikTok going. I'm not giving the Chinese my information. You got to. No, I'm not doing it. It's just, it's really, I feel really like bad about myself trying to be like like for a like it's throwback thursday i just don't we're getting rid of those though but no i i see it more as it's a simpler website it is people a just website. heard you talk about that and they want to see it and get it who's going to lisabeachandmeat.com for that i mean they might oh, great sell jimmy <laughs> jeez <laughs> well you did a really good job with that too but i don't go to websites for anything okay you know i get it off Instagram. Okay, well, that's I know your your Instagram usage is up there. Yeah, I started like following more people because I keep getting that message that that you're done. That I finished Instagram. Has, I, is, if anybody out there has received this message, have please, you gotten it? Never in my life. Please let us know. Jimmy will look through Instagram so much <laughs> that he'll get this message that Instagram will be like, "Oop, you saw it all." It's all done. Literally says you've seen everything for the past few days. Like that's ridiculous. <laughs> like put your phone down. Yeah. And I'm like eating dinner. I'm like, oh, hi. Welcome f- to the world. I don't follow that many people. No, I'm just kidding. You don't use your phone during dinner. I would be really pissed. No way. Yeah. So let's talk about how you can't be a vegan after that lengthy beginning. Yeah. That was good stuff, though. Those two dishes, top notch. Yeah, that's... I wish someone told me about Reuben casserole long ago. You'd be a healthier woman. <laughs> that's what my dad. That's what my dad called me when I was fat. He'd be healthy. like, "You're looking real healthy." 
This is my dad. I shouldn't talk about him because I get in trouble for talking about my family. But my dad stopped. Uh, we went to a farm the other day because Bob loves to see animals. And um, on the way home, he was like, Lisa, you need to stop feeding Max so much food. I think he's pre-diabetic. He was like, he's got, he's like, he's got a giant belly and that's the worst place to carry weight. And I was like, dad, he is 14 months old. It's funny. Every time I tell someone that I'm raising vegan kids, they're like, did you know that they're so skinny? There's people in like Seattle have had their children taken away and they've been jailed because they're malnourished. I'm like, no, like you got to see my, my dad is convinced (laughs) that our 14 month old is pre-diabetic. He has to be kidding. I was like, there's no way this, uh, so that's a good transition, Mm -hmm. not to talk about your father, but, um, (laughs) he kind of, it kind of reminded me about like, I don't, so, so the topic of this show is there's really no such thing as a vegan. Yeah. It's the sexy That'll be our our headline. We'll probably call the show. Um, But there is. I mean, there's no. It's just the degrees of it. Yeah. The term vegan. What does that mean? And if you consider vegan to be someone who completely avoids consuming or using animal products, Mm -hmm. that's not possible. You can't be completely vegan. If that is your definition. Can you live in like, you know, the forest by yourself? We and can, be totally sustainable? No. You, is that why you thought of my dad? Because he tries to be totally sustainable? No, I don't want to. Did your dad listen to this? I would highly doubt it. it just So I, I talked to your, I love your dad. And, you know, we have good conversations. And he, 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 he searched near and far to get like a very luxurious sedan without leather in it. Oh, yeah. Like, that's crazy. That's a lot of work. Even yeah. a steering wheel. Like, oh, well, yeah. He had like, like special order. My mom tried to get her car. I think it, no, 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 her car is. She has, um, she does not have power windows because she was like, I felt claustrophobic. <laughs> so she like went again, far search yeah. for a car that had roll down windows. But it's, 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 it's fairly easy to find a car without. Roll down windows? Without leather seats, no. Oh. Know, leather well, seats, but. Uh, you were just saying that all those new um, like luxury SUVs are all coming out with some, no, someone else is telling me that. It's like fake leather now. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more, it's. It's more luxurious in the sense that age is better and they can kind of yeah. really customize it to, oh, that's to what kind of fit or feel it's, that you want. Like so, this chair I'm sitting in. It's so backwards to think using a cow's hide is the best uh, product. In this I mean, day and age, In this that's day stupid. and age. I'm going to say like I do have a leather belt that I've had for you mentioned 20 it. years. You mention it every time yeah. we get around. Vegans. I did get rid of my leather. I think it's because you feel like guilty. Like you're like, I have a leather belt, but I've had it for 20 years. I can't get rid of it. Well, your dad also, when we went backpacking, he bought vegan uh, hiking Shoes. boots. Yeah. For like $39. He's like, this is like the sixth trip I've worn them on. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, mine are like 25 years old. Yeah. Also leather. But he was like, yeah, but think about how often do you wear them? And I was like, that's true. He wears them like. Once a week. No, he wears them once a year when we go backpacking, so they last pretty well. So anyways, you know, very committed in that sense, but mm-hmm. then you were like, the other day he got like real ice cream. Dead. <laughs> Just like... It's confusing. Like, yeah, so, I mean, it... He, he it, does, he, it, you know... But that's the point of this article. If... No, don't go eat ice cream. No. <laughs> Definitely not. But I'm saying if there's some weird inconsistency... That you might feel some kind of guilt or shame over, 
it's impossible right. to be totally vegan. Yeah. Um, and I found some examples, some that I've heard of and some that I hadn't. It's They're also insane. great gestures, though. Just And this is in life, though. Just do what you can. Do what you can, yeah. You, you know can't what I, do everything. You know what I heard the other day, um, which is fascinating? I was watching a thing on uh, the Beyond Meat company and mm-hmm. the Impossible company. And I don't remember which CEO it was. He was like, we're not trying to sell these to vegans and vegetarians. Like, that's yeah. stupid. Because we, we've got them in the bag. Yeah, we know they're going to buy it. We're trying to yeah. sell this to meat eaters. We're trying to reduce the consumption of meat mm-hmm. and replace it with something else. And I was like, I never really thought of it like that. And they said that they did a study last year. 93% of people who purchase Beyond Beef from a grocery store also purchase an animal product, whether they're a meat yeah. product, not just a dairy, a meat product. But- 93%. Um, that's yeah. It's, so maybe that it's that, somebody uh, who it's you know it's our neighbor who's got a vegan daughter that they have to appease to, or or they just want to eat a little less meat. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, um, I think people. Yeah, which is a good thing for sure. You know, you don't. I mean, we obviously would highly recommend you be completely vegan or as vegan as you can be, right? Especially with, when it comes to what you're eating, but veganism goes beyond what you're eating it's right. what you're it's like doing where what, um, what you put on your skin yes let me give you a few ex- well there's some more absurd ones like agriculture yeah it's a plant-based diet you know yeah shit grows um you got to clear out forests for that you know you, you can't do, grow crops in the woods you do but what is the what's you know the consensus on you know how many fields are being knocked down for s- soybeans Compared to cattle, and even but yeah, like, but that's not what we're talking. About. I'm just saying, like, to to grow crops, just you're just general. you're displacing animals. Yes, you squirrels and deer and birds and insects and it's mice. Fern, fern gully. Yeah, you're killing animals to grow plants. You have to. I think fern gully like touched me when I was a child. Like I literally, it, like I think a, it like got to like me. Molested you or fern gully's a movie or touched your heart. I think it touched my <laughs> oh, okay. heart. Okay. I was like, who's this Fern, Fern Gully, Gully character? It's a, it's a movie. Fern, Mr. Gully. Um, so when it comes to that, I mean, you know, deer, um, even organic farms, whatever it is, you got moles, they have to kill them. Yeah. Um, pesticides, kill you insects, know, fertilizer. You're, you're probably going to get to this, but I think highways are really um, bad for like migratory like patterns and stuff. Yeah. The animals that like move. By foot. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that because there was there's always like that <laughs> that one Instagram we always see. Oh my! But it's, <laughs> there's uh, a lot of places that have tried to make natural bridges. Yeah. For animals to cross. Nat. Oh, okay. Like a bridge that's still grass and dirt. Yeah. Like it's man-made, but then they lay down the side. So. Okay. So a deer can cross a yeah. major freeway. I always get so sad when I see deer on the side of the road because it's like. That deer was just trying to do what it deer wants. You yeah, know? there needs to be a way across these things besides walking across an asphalt bridge. Yeah. There should be probably more land bridges, to be honest. Um, but What's the Instagram? It's just a picture you see once in a while. Of like, the look at bridge? This, look at this bridge that this city made for their animals to cross. It I could don't, be total bullshit, too, though. I don't do the internet like you do. No, I'm a master. The last thing I saw on the internet was... Gronkowski dancing with the Lakers, and I was like, I was like, mm, satisfied me for the day. <laughs> and then I was like, done. He's a little too good at that. He's super. Funny. Um, well, since you brought up roads, mm-hmm. um, 
If you want to be completely vegan, you have to stay off them. Yeah. Um, on many levels. Asphalt. Why? Um, so the black stuff. Asphalt. Asphalt. Yeah. They put... Uh, an additive in it to keep it from sticking to whatever container it's being delivered in essentially oh really that might have some animal byproduct in it really yeah so what was it called so blacks oh sorry asphalt contains glycerin a release mm-hmm. agent that prevents it from sticking to the containers um, and other animal byproducts and additives to help ease the mixing and paving as well as control the rutting and cracking of it. Do you know what animal it's from? Uh, it has to be like cattle or something. Yeah, I would say if it's like Ew, a, I'm offended with myself. I didn't mean to say cattle. Cows. <laughs> wow, Lisa. Yeah. Um, the other one, and since we're on uh, roads, mm-hmm. uh, rubber. That's made uh, from trees? Yes. Uh, Those are the tires we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, your right? tires. Oh, God, you can't get, you have to get vegan tires. Oh, that'd be a perfect business model. I don't let's think there are vegan, vegan tires. Let's make vegan rubber. Yeah, so the softening agent, I guess, that is, uh, let's see. That would be total. It's stearic acid derived from the Greek word steer, which means tallow, mm-hmm. rendered from beef or mutton fat. So oh, there, it is. Wait, there's cows in tires? Yeah, there really aren't vegan tires. There's cows in tires? Well, some kind of byproduct. Right, of, but they needed a cow to make a tire. I'm sure they could do it without it. You know. Maybe somebody does. I don't know. I don't know. And this is a bizarre thought, but on one end of the coin, it's like, that's so stupid. Why is a cow in a tire? Right? But on the other end of the coin is, I don't know if that's the phrase or not, but I'm kind of like... <laughs> Other side. I'm kind of like, you know, they're killing this animal. You should use every God blessed piece of that yeah, animal. They're f- yeah. And I, I think they're doing less of that now that we have factory farming. But where a lot of these, I guess you could call them habits came from. Like when we say, like, the why the hell is there gelatin and cereal that just yeah. seems so inefficient? But back in the day, they were maximizing the, the killing usage. of the animal. Yeah. Or today, it- they just. It's just a different. They throw carcasses, you know. Right. It's a different era, though. But it's. I don't know where I lie. I don't know if I'm like this is so stupid. Why is this well, I think, in this? I think it'll or transition. It, like right. I'm glad you're at least because it's disrespectful to waste an animal. You know, like if you yeah. killed that animal, you use every like it's like uh like the Native Americans are always like. We use their hide. Yeah, we they use didn't this, just. We use this. Take a and trunk like, and walk away. It was like a sacred thing. Like the worst, the lowest of the low is just killing an animal like in vain for nothing. You know? It's a tough one because they are being killed, but. That is tough. But you're not getting vegan tires or highways. It's not going to be like a special lane for the vegans to yeah. drive in with their vegan tires. Do you know what um, Amara told me the other day that. The crunchy things in Fig Newtons are Beatles, Beatles crushed up. I've heard her say that, but there is nothing crunchy in a Fig Newton. There are. It's like, it's like subtle. It's not. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It's been a while. Are there vegan Fig Newtons? I'm sure. Oh, and I wanted to do a whole show on this. On Fig Newtons? Uh, On bugs. Yeah. Because a whole, like the UK, I know we have a lot of. English listeners, but I English. Saw, saw a whole news episode about how they certainly grasshoppers and crickets and stuff like that because they're so easy to produce in much such small areas. So they're really a really 
drastic um, improvement on environmental impact yeah. with a ton of protein and iron and nutrients that you get from meat or... Yeah, you just like grind them up or what? I mean, people well, have eaten bugs for centuries. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll save it. We'll, we'll talk about that one yeah. later on. Um, but the other thing about traveling in a vehicle, you're hitting shit. Well, I mean, you might not be hitting a raccoon every day, but... Have you hit something? Um, like a... So, nothing nothing bigger than a bird yeah i just i remember you hitting the bird when you're on a, <laughs> that sucked on a but trip. also you're just annihilating insects while you're driving the yeah, whole time that's true um i've killed some big like butterflies i've had in the grill really? but, but no like you not, know not like squirrels yeah. i didn't kill anything you didn't kill anything no run over any dogs or anything i would lose my mind <laughs> No, but you want to hear hit a squirrel. You want to hear point. a super sad story? No, I was in a car that did. Yes. Okay. Um, I used to work out downtown, and this is when I was like in my twenties, like early twenties, like super hot. I was probably like really tan. I was coming from working out, probably in the like super cute yoga pants on, probably like a crop top. I've seen your college pictures. Just setting the stage. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was like the opposite of that. Anyways, um. I was coming back from working out. I was downtown and it was like busy and uh, there was a cat in like the middle of downtown and I was like, cat, this is not where you belong. And so this kind gentleman, this is a terrible story, just FYI, I just preface Gee. it, but this, this nice guy got out of his car and we were like, we got to get this cat because it doesn't belong on like third street. Like this is not cool. And so we're... We're trying to corral it. It's chasing around. It's going to, and then gets just plowed. Yeah, like really horrible. And uh, we both just were like, okay, let's. We walked, but you know, like separate ways. Walked back to our cars. <laughs> Didn't happen. Oh my god, it was like I was so like disturbed by this. Sad. It was so sad. And then, like, and then, like, I think of that every time I see a stray animal, because I'm like, if I'm gonna chase you, I'm, you're gonna. There's a chance you're gonna run into the street, and I'm gonna see. Yeah, you I might hit. drive you into the wrong. And it's just, it's um, unbelievably upsetting. Like it was, it still haunts me. That happened a hundred years ago. Man, well, yeah, yeah I could. I've. Uh, knock on wood, but I've never seen, seen an animal. Like an animal really die. You wonder why I freak out when Sam runs outside. I'm not. I, yeah, never. There's. I have like a few horrible stories in my head too, but of things I've heard, but I won't share them. Please so, don't. anyways, um, yeah. If you wanna drive cars or be on the road or not, use highways, it's not 100% vegan. Yeah, me personally, like my definition of vegan is a lot more about consumption. Um, oh, I'm a, I'm 100 like on board. What goes into my body? Yeah, but I don't like to use like products. There's things we could talk about this all day, but like there's there's things you can't avoid, like the road. Come on, like just be realistic here, yeah. and maybe hope that your newish lifestyle will support moving away from those old practices. But I definitely like what goes into my body, what goes into my body, and what goes on my body. I definitely need to be vegan like yeah. cosmetics lotions shampoos wash that yeah. stuff like i i make sure whatever we're using is vegan and that's fairly easy to do these days it also. really is i mean like 
it's right there on the bottle. Everything like if you choose something that's organic, usually that's a usually that's a that's a safe bet. But I use yeah. all the hippie stuff. It's yeah. a little more I'm, difficult. I'm never clean because like all my soaps <laughs> just kind of like it's just not really I'm soap. surprised by the soaps that you bought off Amazon. Maybe it's because we were poor. Yeah, we were. But uh, it had a lot of ingredients in it. It did. Usually it's just like it's usually like bark. Yeah. That's like what your soap's made crushed out Crushed up African jungle leaves or something. Yeah, black soap. Well, we were poor. Oh, my God, isn't that sad that we were poor? And so I made a poor choice of, like, something that's very toxic oh, yeah. to our skin. I was talking about veganism with my students yesterday, and a lot of them brought that up. Yeah. They said, like... It's expensive. I'm very interested in this, and I'm fascinated by it. One girl came up, and she's like, what's a pescatarian mm-hmm. like kids that don't ever talk my mom's trying this or that and they were just like it's just really 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 difficult um financially well it's definitely and i was like listen they were saying is, like though. yeah they were saying like one girl uh, we have a lot of uh somali uh i guess a lot of more refugees mm-hmm. um so even though they're financially they're pretty poor they do fly back to africa a lot they do and she was like that has to be so expensive. She's like, yeah. She's like, when I'm in the airport, like a little cup of like fruit is like thirteen dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like, so we just we can only like afford to go to like McDonald's and get like burgers, or we right. try to find fast food and and uh. No, I was gonna say that like being vegan doesn't have to be super expensive, but that's if you have the ability to make your food. And a lot of those students, they don't. That's do that. what I said. I was like, you have to go to the grocery store, yeah, buy the grapes, buy the bananas, buy the oranges, cut all that up, like, and they don't have that. Yeah, they're they're kids, you know, yeah. they don't have the transportation. But anyways, um, speaking of fruits and vegetables in the grocery store, fruits which and you put in your body, vegan. Um, shellac is that how i'm pronouncing yeah this is a resin a resin harvested from the lac beetle i'm usually here shellac when you're talking about shaluk shaluk i'm just kidding it's definitely when you talk about like furniture and stuff yeah like glazed furniture shellac furniture um so they do that to fruit Um, to make it look pretty yeah um it also like not organic stuff though says the wax can be used can be vegetable based but it also could be beeswax based or beetle based. Mm-hmm. And uh, the FDA requires a label or sign to identify fruits and vegetables that have been coated with wax, but does not require the label to state whether the wax is of animal or vegetable origin. Okay. That's so, so stupid. Yeah. So that's a, it's a long stretch, but it's like they have to tell you when you look at the side of a box if it has milk mm-hmm. or peanuts and oh shit, shit that people could be allergic to. Yeah. No one's really allergic to shellac. So the well, FDA is not like forcing you to yeah. say this is an animal product or not. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, they might be moving towards that. But. They might be moving towards that. I was going to say, I bought matzah meal the other day because I want to make vegan matzah ball soup. Oh, yeah. Get it, girl. Because we're so Jewish. I like... <laughs> God's chosen people. Yeah. Um. Anyways... The uh, I was looking at one of the products in the Jewish aisle, you know, mm-hmm. next to like the jellied fish. Was it gefilte fish? Is that what this is? Gefilte fish. Oh, that shit's nasty. Jellied fish. Anyways, <laughs> and it was like, it was like, this is kosher, but it's not appropriate for Passover. And I was like, what? Like, it's okay for normal <laughs> yeah. time, but it's like not cool. I don't know. Like, that's so, 
this above my head or to the side of my head. I don't know. It's just like that's I don't get very it. strict food rules. Yeah. So do Muslims. Speaking of the Somali population, they don't you know, they don't mess with like pork of oh, any yeah. kind. And so me and the Somali population really shared a common interest in all the snacks that we could eat that didn't have pork in them. Like Takis. Um, yeah, Takis are cool, but the uh the hot Cheetos, they like Not had, cool. they had pork in them. In like some variety. And like I remember being like Isn't it, is gelatin pork? Um, yeah. I think that's yeah. yeah. Um, but they were like I remember like looking at a bag and besides I think they have dairy in them, I being like, Oh, there's gelatin in this and like the Somali girls being like, You don't you don't fuck with pork either? <laughs> I was like, Yep. Like, that's nope. right. And I'm Brace just kidding. like literally Allah. what happened. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't say that at mess, but like we both they were like, you know where you can get I there's like there's like a what it's not like kosher. What do you call that when it's like um when it's like okay to eat, you know? In the Muslim world. Do you know what that's called? Uh no, I have Gosh, no idea. We're so not cultured. So oh, what is that word? I've like heard it. Okay, I'm gonna stop well, embarrassing myself. We'll Anyways. work on it. Um, so there's a couple. I mean, there's tons. Of, there's tons of stuff that might shock you, but there's a couple that really Alal? caught my Alal? attention. Halal. Is what that is it? that? Halal. I think that means it. Oh, the food thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You want me to look it up? No, it's okay. We there? Oh, you, you're taking a drink. Sorry, I didn't hear you. Um, Tis the season um, for your flu shots. Oh, oh, Not they're vegan. They're um. <laughs> They're cultivated out of uh, like live cultures. Is that the problem? Or are they grown uh, on something? In fertilized chicken eggs and mm. contain proteins from the eggs themselves. And formaldehyde is used um, th- to create the chemical reaction to pull all the proteins together. Yeah. Don't think there's a vegan flu shot. No. But get your fucking flu shot. Oh, God. We the internet though. is so. That's so stupid. People get. They, that's a, a tough fight. one. It is? I don't think it's a tough one at all. Well, get it? Yeah. Obviously. You? Yeah. You know? Actually, no, to be you honest. You your foil tin hat? What? No. Well, so here's the thing. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've always got a flu shot because mm-hmm. they brought them to work and I didn't mm-hmm. have to do anything. And then the one year you you got, you didn't, you got sick. Yeah. So I've, I've had the flu twice. Yeah. Both times I didn't get a flu shot. Okay. But every time that I've gotten a flu shot, you get a little sick. I get a little sick. That's in your mind. But yeah, I guess that could be in my mind because I also just get a little sick this time of year. We all do. Yeah. Um. So that might be that. Um. But I was convinced that I don't know. So you think that's get just crazy sick. talk? Yeah. That's one hundred percent crazy. Get a flu shot. Get a flu shot, not because of you. Because of the old and the young around you. That's why you do it, bro. You don't get a flu shot because I don't want to be sick and in bed. Oh, because you're going to pass it Because there's a off. freaking, yeah, we're all around babies at this time of year. Because there's, you go see your family. You go see your great aunt Sue who's 95 who you're going to pass it on to her and she's going to get sick and die. Like that's how old people die. That's how young people die. No, Just for the record, get your I, flu shot. I do have an aunt Sue and she's not that old. You have an aunt Sue? In case she listens. She I said great aunt Sue. <laughs> aunt Susie. Oh, oh, right. Oh, no one calls her Sue. That's Yeah, my mom really? does, I guess. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, I guess I never thought beyond the selfish aspect of it. I'm just worried about myself. Weird men. Yeah. 
sick babies, not my problem. No, that's unless they're mine. I like, guess just saying that's like a real <laughs> big problem. All right, we're getting those. What Monday? Flu shots? No, yeah. I was hoping you wouldn't mention that, and like people thought we already got them. No, we didn't. Yeah, our well, children it's, already it's got November. them. November flu season's like February. Okay. Like the the bad one, um, but they're not vegan. So no. well, but we have this is where you prioritize. I gotta get one. I'm sorry, you know. Yeah, there's really. No other option. Actually, I had like a thought about this. So I wanted to make vegan cheese and I just bought a bunch of stuff to make vegan cheese and you need stuff in vegan cheese making that you need in um, regular cheese making. Like you need an, like a antibiotic. Or no, I got that. An antibiotic. What's that called? Probiotic. Sorry. Oh, yeah. My whiskey drink was really good. Um, you need a probiotic, like a capsule of it, and then you need a culture like a like a a bacteria that will help grow and ferment the cheese but the the culture and I think I bought a vegan one and I don't think it's going to work because it's vegan <laughs> um, but all the bacteria that makes cheese is grown on like a like a dairy product like it it was grown from it, I don't taken know. off of No, it's like it was it's a so weird i don't know it's like it it has the background in lactose like it it has it's not like it is dairy yeah. but it was produced by dairy somehow in that yeah in that world but like so then i'm thinking kind of like it's kind of like the lab meat that we talked about you know like the, it used or you know it's gonna use a cow's dna to make fake meat to reproduce it you know, yeah. is that vegan, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm. it's like I'm doing good in that I want to make, and I think for the record I got a vegan um, culture, but like it's, if I didn't, let's just say I didn't, that like I want to do good by producing this vegan cheese that came from lactose. It's not lactose. It was made on lactose, but isn't like the point to be like, Look at this vegan cheese. It's so delicious. Yeah, it's good vegan cheese. Let's yeah. move in this direction instead of that direction. That's where, yeah, you get to like, to like Beyond Meat and, and the Impossible Burger, mm-hmm. like revolutionizing. And then there's people out there that are just nitpicking everything they've ever done. Yeah. So may, maybe Impossible. Haters going to hate, bro. Tested on a rat or something. Yeah. And now like. 20 rats dead. S- suffered or something so that 500,000 people chose a plant-based burger instead of a fucking cow-based burger and you're all over the internet shit-talking them. Like, that enrages me. It's Listen, the world's not just good and bad, you know? There's exactly. bad and good like, and there's good and bad. Like, you shouldn't be... All vegan because you're gonna f- make it worse for all the stuff that you're trying to help. You get off the internet, bro. Sorry. You're really the other upset. the other one that's really pissing me off is a class action lawsuit against mm-hmm. Burger King. Why? For cooking the Impossible Burger on the same grill as real burgers. Who did that? Who's doing that? I'm gonna find out every person. No. And I'm going to their house no. and I'm gonna say. Don't fucking go to Burger King. No. Because if they stop making this fucking burger. Yeah. 
Well, first of all, <laughs> Burger King, I don't like your Whopper. But I didn't ever have the Whopper before. Yeah. I never liked it. Your onion rings are like gelatinous. There wasn't even any. Who, disgusting. Those were not like physical onion rings. Like they were like pureed and then squeezed it back was, into yeah, it a was, ring of batter. It was horrible. Well, that's fast but, food though. Yeah. Well, I don't like fast food. Well, that's why I'm pissed. Because you like it and you want it to stay. And that's, that's just annoying. Yeah. But there's just like, those are the vegans that are, listen, and people might be pissed about that. I don't know. If I'd be pissed about that, no. Here's the, here's like the spectrum. Hey, you here. know what else Burger King makes? Burgers. Yeah. Like, don't order them. Right, right. I don't know. <laughs> like, um, if you don't think the Beyond, or not the Beyond, the, uh, Impossible. the Impossible Whopper is vegan, don't order. It. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Don't but they sue their, them. They're not like putting vegan company. on the label. It doesn't say the it has fucking cheese and mayo on it. Yeah. Like, they're not saying the vegan burger. Like Simmer who? Down. What lawyer is even? Oh, lawyers will do taking anything. Taking a case but like, like this. Here's the thing: is that like that's silly to me. But then on the other end of the spectrum, like I remember my brother was making us pancakes or something when we were camping, and he. It was like, I don't, it was like, I'm going to make some bacon over here. I don't think this happened. But it's like, I'm going to make some bacon over here. I'm going to make your pancakes right next to the bacon. And my my eyes, I'm like, don't, ooh, no, that's way too close. I don't want that tainting my food at all. So, like, I understand what those people are coming from. But they they just don't understand the greater picture. Well, yeah. Well, the other thing, too, that is frustrating is, if you're hip to this at all, Burger King from day one has offered to cook your burger elsewhere. They do? And I, one of my students works in our Burger King, which mm-hmm. there isn't a less likely place that you would expect an impossible food. burger coming out of a Burger King. Yeah, I went into like, the Burger King. I like walked into the Burger King because yeah. I didn't have kids to buy you a, a Whopper. <laughs> and like I was like, well, I'm not going to go through the drive through. I walked in there and they were like, they're like, excuse me, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm here to order food. They're like, why are you inside? We have a drive through. If you've ever, whether you're a rural person or a city person, if you've ever driven by a fast food place in a very urban downtown area and you're like who would ever go into a place like that that's super scary Mm. that's this burger king this kid works at yeah and he said that we were clearly trained that if someone orders the impossible burger they have the option of having this cooked elsewhere which essentially is it's a glorified microwave essentially but it's there yeah in the shittiest burger king possibly in the country no it's not it's not it's not no it's just an example. Uh, listen, and why I love you, bro, and I'm really proud of you. Keep working there. Okay. And he likes it too, but he likes the, the impossible burger. Yeah, he. I mean, people. Everyone does. In except for me at the Whopper, I don't like it. I'm saying but, like, side I'm by other side scenarios. If, if you could sink your teeth into both of those at the same time, it'd be like our blind light beer taste test. You're not going to know which one's which. Yeah. It's um. It's sponsoring the NFL. Isn't that cool? Like every yeah. Sunday, it's like, this was brought to you by the Impossible Burger made by Whopper. And again, most people buying that also are not vegan. But isn't so that a got, good thing? Yeah. Isn't this 
good for what we want. We want so less animal welfare. you got to stop alienating the, the non-vegans. You really do. You have to, like, you have to gently bring people into is, the club. This is just like the media talking about politics or, or racism. Like, people say... The fringe people that are... Yeah, no, people say normal, like, everyone has... And I'm not saying everyone's normal, but it's like, there's this, like, normal consensus, you know? Um... You know, I want to have, I want to be healthy. I want to have a good environment. I don't want to be a racist. I want to be nice to people. Like those are all very normal thoughts. And then, yes. and then there's like someone like, I just saw this on, I saw this on Instagram. Someone was like, we're, we're all the same. We all, or the, there's no human race or there's only one human race. There's not seven, you know, we're all the same. Racism was created by some group of people that thought they're better than other people. And I was like, yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. I don't know why you're yelling at me. <laughs> I don't know anyone that doesn't agree with what you're saying. Even those people that you think think they're better for than other people, they actually don't. Or people that think that like this food, you know, like normal people think normal things. I don't know. That's just like, I, yeah. I get so frustrated because it's like, I had this race most like vegans really are. out on a limb. But it's like, the, the, the racism thing like parallels the vegan thing. That's like most people want to be healthy. Most people want to be nice in the environment. So when people come down hard and kind of like yell about that, it's like, well, yeah, I, I want to, I don't want to have animals yeah, die. It's, it's like virtue sig- signaling. You're, you're like, you just get excited about yeah. someone violating your code of ethics. So I'm going to, veganism I'm gonna, is like a religion and somebody, somebody fucked with your religion. Yeah. Somebody, so they're going to yell about so it. You're going like, to lose your mind. Try but to put other people down. That's the stupidest part of my it. My selfish fear is Burger King is going to be like, oh, fuck you then. No, they're not we'll going go back to. to making regular burgers. Like we didn't need to do this. I think it it's has not, it's not actually, I think it has to be as profitable. to be honest. I'm a little shocked. I'm all in vegan obviously. And I'm, all in confident in the future of veganism economically. And I didn't think that people would buy this burger. Mm-hmm. And apparently it went so well that they've, they're rolling out two more things. They're oh, going to really? have impossible, not here yet. Um, but other countries, I'd really like to have some fried chicken. Doesn't KFC doing that? They, that's a world I've never they stepped did into. it in one. And it and sold out immediately. Yeah. Hey, I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, I've, I've never fried anything. Is I've good. never in my life like had a piece of like fried chicken. I'd imagine it tastes good. I don't think they'll be able to replicate it. Even yeah. our like fake chicken wings, like you got the bone thing, you got the sauce, but, but it's not. But the grease of like, do you I have to have grease talk in Talk about there. this, yeah, like the muscle and tissue, like Has all that stuff. Fat. It's like terrible to think about that. That's what you're eating. Yeah, but that's part of the experience. Mm-hmm. But most of it's just the grease. Yeah, it's the grease that's trapped within the breading. That, okay. That no, it's trapped in the in the chicken. I think. Oh, that too. Yeah. It was like a fatty chicken. It's. It's. I saw. I saw a funny meme. Once you stop. You don't miss it. I saw a funny meme on the World Wide Web. Oh yeah. It was like. It was like it was like a picture. Some lady yelling at a cat. No, it was a picture of the. Um, what's the guy's the chain Texas Chain Skull Massacre guy's name? No clue. Oh my god. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy? No, he's got like a name. I'm um, not into these movies that you talk about. Not Leatherface, not Buffalo Bill, not the 
tell. Okay. Anyways, um, it was like a picture of him holding a girl back and she's like flailing her arms and they're like, if humans weren't meant to be eaten, why did they, why were they made out of meat? You know? <laughs> that was a good one. I'm trying to look it up, but it doesn't even say it. Leatherface? Yeah. I think it was leather. No, that's, that's also, okay. We can move you on. Know the worst thing is, is when what? you're listening to a podcast and they're people like, are trying to like this? think of something that, you know, everyone knows. Yeah. I'll just like scream it at my radio. Mm. Okay. <laughs> but I don't have it. To look it up. But anyways, um, it's okay. It'll come we got through most of them. The, the one, one more that blew my mind that uh, we have to mention. Well, actually, so picture you're trying to be vegan. You've given up your car. You're naked. Because <laughs> clothes. <laughs> yeah. You're not walking because you might step on a bug. Um, you're just shivering in a field. You can't eat food because all of it. Um this, I got to do some more research on this. What? Spill it. Drywall. Oh, we use a lot of that. Everybody lives in a house. <laughs> and unless your house is, well, actually, to be honest, our last a lot house of, didn't, plaster. didn't have drywall. It was mostly plaster. Um, but any house newer than 1950 or any house that's been rehabbed that's previous Most to 1950. Most people have drywall in their house. Has drywall, yeah. So... It's a gypsum plaster sheets is what they're, they even says it on the label when you buy it. I think I bought 300 sheets for this house. Really? This is a small house. Yeah. 10, 10 by four sheets. I mean. 300? Like, oh yeah. A big semi oh came and dropped God. them off. It was insane. Looking up right now to putting these sheets, of dry, I can't even yeah. think about it. Um, but apparently they yeah, have. This house was too big of a project. Yeah. Give us confidence for the next one. It was way too big a project. Fucking built a home. Yeah. Sorry. Didn't, hasn't paid off yet either. It will. Um, But uh, it has uh, that steric acid in it again from steers, essentially. And oleic acid that comes from animal fat. They're on my walls? Uh, Possibly, yeah. So drywall is made by creating a slurry of gypsum. So it's like a, a mixture. They have starch, paper pulp, fatty acids that are stearic acid and oleic acid made from animal fat as an wow. emulsifier and a thickener. That's upsetting. And I didn't see at Home Depot a separate section no. of vegan drywall. Maybe there should be at some point in broccoli. some life, you know? I think more so. I just think they should move away from these archaic forms. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to happen naturally just... Because of the economy, like it's, it's going to be, it's cheaper, gonna be to make it. cheaper to. So, like the one thing that the that when I was watching that Beyond Beef uh, special, or it was it was like a CNN episode. Um, one of the CEOs of one of the beef companies was like, "Listen, this is like an ep- economic move. Like we're targeting meat eaters, we're targeting farmers. He's like, imagine a guy who has a thousand acres for his cattle, mm-hmm. and now." He can produce our burgers on a hundred or not even hundred on one acre. Mm-hmm. And now he has nine hundred and ninety nine acres that he could start growing crops that still have a market value, not oh, as much as cattle. Well, that's a good point. So he's gonna just say, I might take the cut. There might be less people eating this burger, but now I have nine hundred and ninety nine more acres of land to grow shit on. What was yeah. that noise? I don't know. 
like a bird. Um, but yeah, and I didn't think about about it like that either. We're talking about land and value and real estate. Like, yeah, that's a really the, good. The less land you have to use to harvest whatever product people are used to getting. So if people are willing to start eating these burgers that are, I mean, just think about a plant-based burger ten years ago. Probably way more healthy, but a veggie burger was a veggie burger. No, there was, was no there was no attempt at it being meat. This is like a Boca burger, a very poor attempt at it tasting like meat. Man. Now it's pretty darn I close. I don't know. Chicken patties have been running steady for a long time. Oh yeah, you can't tell the difference. No, I love the the chicken patty. I mean, a Bob vegan loves chicken them. patty and a real chicken patty. No one's telling the difference. No, those two. I guarantee. Well, I don't know because I don't. I'd bet the farm on it. Yeah. Um, but Is that a phrase? Yes. <laughs> we don't have a farm. But the uh, the beef, it's getting there. But fast forward 10 more years, it might be indistinguishable. Yeah. It might be completely indistinguishable. I, I would say for me right now, it, it already is. Um, I just assumed in 10 it, years we would just be eating like pills for dinner. I, like like in Willy Wonka and I'd be like, ooh, blueberry, I love that. blueberry pie. Uh, actually, you've turned me into more of a person who appreciates food. Oh, really? But it used to be like food's an inconvenience to me. Like just... Hmm. I I eat to live. I don't live to eat. Is that that uh, phrase? But now that's changed. Pictures of you. I don't know if that's <laughs> accurate. It was a bigger boy back in the you day. You were big. <laughs> yeah. just, that's because I you was were just, looking healthy. That's because I was just grabbing food to eat it. Like no. I was just grabbing shit to eat it. You know, like I didn't. You were going to Olive Garden, sitting down, smashing and, some like chicken alfredo with like yeah. You ate like the salad with like. Fourth of a cup of ranch on it. Uh, now the only thing keeping me from a gladiator body is these these beers, these heady micro brews. I tell ya, worth it. Well, uh, apparently a lot of paint has shit in it too. Really? So paint, even latex-based paint, contains a binder, which is casein, protein yeah. found in cow milk. Um, so a lot of paint is a vegan. The, the other thing that gets really difficult is the FDA heavily reg- regulates what we eat. They don't regulate other stuff, dr- drywall or paint right. or well, any sort of food pro- and drug. It's agency. Yeah. It's not anything production based. You, they don't have to tell you what's right. in it. There's no ingredient list on my drywall, you know? So that's upsetting. You don't but actually true. know what goes into your, there's no ingredient list on your tires. Like, yeah. So, to find out is really, really difficult because they don't have to share it with you, nor would they want to if it's some kind of like trade secret. Right. Um, no stupid trade secrets. Yeah. So it can't be vegan. Yeah. Well, no, stop it. <laughs> you can. No, you can. I, my, my definition, everyone should have their own definition. You don't need anyone to define veganism for you. It, and it is almost like a religion to me. It's like a religion. Like Christianity or... Judaism or you know all these different religions we just pointing at me with Judaism I'm Catholic (laughs) you're so not Jewish no I'm really Um, not not that I have a problem with it no hashtag Jews are cool I'm just saying I'm Jesus was a Jew that's such a Catholic way to respond (laughs) Jesus was a Jew and I'm down with him but everyone has their own definition of veganism and I think they should there shouldn't be a universal one like what 
What are you doing that's going to make you feel better about your moral decisions, your health decisions, your environmental yeah. decisions? You do you, um, Bill. Just however you want to do. Hell yeah. But you can't eat a cheeseburger and call yourself a vegan. Sorry, bro. No, and you also can't eat a cheeseburger and call yourself an environmentalist. We've talked about that before. Hell no. It's the worst. So we're still going to judge you a little bit. Oh, definitely. As vegans. I'm at least going to talk about you privately, publicly on my podcast. <laughs> But I do love the term, and I love that it's become not such a bad word. I like don't the like guy, the, the term plant-based anymore. I think plant-based is kind of stupid. It's very vague. And yeah, it is. It's kind of gray, and it's kind of like, stupid. And it's like, what was wrong with the term vegan? But I yeah. guess plant-based just means it's not vegan. Yeah, like the you know? the guy you can is sneak in some. You can sneak in some in some meat, but stop that. And That's still stupid. say plant-based. Yeah. yeah. But like when I bought this fucking beer today and I said, I'm vegan. And this guy that sells me my beer like, says, yeah, homie, me too, I'm bro. vegan too. Yeah. He had a beer that had lactose in it uh-huh. a little while ago. So did I. I still claim to be vegan for four years. He said he's been vegan for two years. Like all that means to me when I meet a stranger who says I'm vegan and I'm vegan is that I'm doing what I can on a daily basis to not consume animals yeah. or fuck up with animals. Wait, would you, you're not going to like buy that lactose beer though? Not and within. No, I'm not going to buy it now. Right. But okay. Yeah. Now that I know. Yeah. But I'm not saying like I have to restart my oh, vegan clock or something. Right. Like my definition of veganism is the day I decided not to eat animal products. Consciously. On purpose. Yeah. Yes. On purpose. But I'm also not going to stop driving on the road. Not gonna take my tires off my car. I might. I'm still gonna wear my belt. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Very serious about that belt. Who knows what's in this microphone we're talking on? You know, like it. It it, it doesn't have to be such a strong term, I guess. But yeah, it's it's fine. And don't let it go. Like, go to your head. It's okay. Do what you can do. That's fine. If you want to be vegan on one day. Be vegan on one day. If you don't want to be vegan and you just don't want to do that, don't do it. It's, you know. Yeah, I talked to my students about that. They're like, but this is the stupid meatless Monday. And I was just like, well, it's that's stupid, bro. Like, that's kind of like what the story we watched on the news was about. Like if 93% of people buying Beyond Beef are still eating meat, at least at some point they're they're not. So if, if we can agree that, you know, eating meat is shitty for the environment and you want to do it like one seventh less of the time. That's still that's, positive. That's, that's positive for sure. Um, but it's, you know, it's a start to get the conversation going and yeah. to, to kind of change things. And You know what's funny? And we can close with this because it's 55 minutes past my bedtime. But um, the uh, hour and 55 minutes. Oh, come on. <laughs> Anyways, um, I went to that that farm with Bob and my dad to go see animals because Bob loves seeing animals. Like it's, and I, we talked about this before, but like children, it's in their blood. They just, they love animals. They want to see them. The bigger, the better. Like Bob was like, there's cows and horses and pigs. And he was just like, the whole time he was like, come on guys, come on guys, guys, come <laughs> guys. Here. It's really cute. But, um, we were there and, uh, it's a, it's like a Metro park by the city of Columbus. And, um, they it's a historical farm so they run it like it's a farm and they kind of like cultivate it like it's a farm and the this guy was there like one of the guys that runs the animals and um he was pointing out the cows and he was like well 
this one's lucky. He's getting shipped off to something. The other one's got shipped off to auction for for beef. And he said this so matter-of-factly, and I was like, that's horrible. I don't want to come back here if that's what you guys do with your animals. And then he said it to like another group of people. It's but like he's, a city park. But he yeah. said it with such like, it's like a little like chip on his shoulder. And I wanted to like talk to him and be like, well, are you vegan? Like, I get what you're saying. I get that, you know, I don't, I don't want to look at a cow and be like, oh, wow, you went to auction and now you're beef. You know, like that's an awful, awful thought. Are you making me feel guilty? But I don't know if you know, I'm like wicked vegan. Like I would never (laughs) support something like that. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, well, I don't really want to support you anymore. Yeah. And I I didn't, I didn't ask him. But in in the back of my head, I'm like, you better be vegan with that statement that you just said. Yeah, because it's a, it's a, it's a nice opportunity for our kids to be exposed to animals and fall in love with them without having to go to like a zoo or something yeah, too. It's, it's, I don't know. Cause I, I love showing Bob animals. He just, he gets such a kick out of it and I like showing him and being like, look, man, there's a cow. Isn't he cool? Yeah. It's weird that people eat them, you know, like I want him to make that connection. Like I would yeah. never eat that. It's weird. I, I wonder if it would have been different for me. Like, there's not a cow or chicken display at the zoo. Yeah. Um, if you're, if uh, as a little kid, if I was exposed to like chicken, because I loved animals, just like another animal. I, st- yeah. I was like, who doesn't? Yeah, especially as a little kid when you get to see these animals yeah. up close and stuff. They're they're super cool. Bob did. We were on our way to the farm, and he was like, "I'm gonna see." chickens and turkeys and a lion <laughs> i was like we're not it's gonna a see metro a park bro we're not gonna see a lion mm. but he got a kick out of it yeah that's a tough tough um question i guess what do you what do you support because now i'm like you know i'm a little weary about going there but i guess you know we can go to there's a bunch of sanctuaries. sanctuaries yeah, here. that's a good one. We could start our own too. I definitely want to live on a farm. We will. Well, you have to take care of them though. How, like, who else in this world do you think would be better at that job? <laughs> I wake up. And, Especially once these kids get older. Yeah, like I'm going to be bored. I, we, I wake up super early. I like taking care of animals. No, I think I would really like that too, to be honest with you. Oh my gosh, you wouldn't. The only problem. Like the best animal I could ever imagine in my whole life. Be a cow? No, it would be any animal that doesn't live inside my home. They don't live. None of them live indoors. That would be awesome. They live I love their, you, Sam. They live in their own doors. I like They have animals. their own house. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really cool. Oh, we saw the, the horses. Those horses were giant. They're Man. super cool. Horses are... And those horses have... Um, they have so much emotion. Like... They were out in the pasture, like walking around, but like inside of a fence, and we were on the other side of the fence, obviously. And these mm-hmm. horses, like we, first of all, one had a giant boner, which my dad immediately pointed out, and I was like, "This is cool." A horse boner is like a human leg. Yeah, it was humongous, <laughs> and it was like, "Why did you have to mention that, Dad?" Like, I don't want to look and see a horse boner. But anyways, they were um, just like hanging out, and we would walk up to the the fence, and they would just stand there, you know. And then we'd walk away, and this horse would like walk towards the fence and they're, be like, "They're gonna say his boner would go down." No, <laughs> but he would walk towards the fence and be like, mm, "You look where." you go and then we'd walk back to the fence and he'd walk back to the middle like he was like playing with me and then finally yeah. like i was walking away like 
for good and he came up to the edge and like stuck his head over the fence like he was he was like flirting with me and then I came and pet him and then he was like it was just so cute like I was petting him petting him petting him, and then finally like he was just like no I'm done like I'm done with you and then just like walked away like they're so moody they're so like emotional in their own little way way to stick to the plan what this is a transition into our next episode oh horses yeah we're gonna talk about all those horses dying at that random racetrack yes it's in california right yeah it's just north of la so i did start to do a little research so well that's gonna be a we good can do one. an episode on that yeah obviously you can just horse racing in general oh i don't and that one in yeah. particular they, they keep dying stuff out there. yeah why are these horses dying Couple really theories. weird. There's a couple weird theories. Okay, well, we're, that's the next stay tuned for Lucy Beach You Meet episode 82 where yes. we talk about horse racing, the ins, the outs, and why are these animals dying? I could be like a, I could be like an anchor. Not, could, not even a co-anchor, just an, an anchor. anchor. I think you could be an anchor. Let's do it. Okay. Um, well, thanks for listening. Don't, don't even, don't like us. Don't rate us. Just leave <laughs> us where we are. I'm happy with. Oh, Leatherface. I was right. right. It was Leatherface, just so you know. I was right. Um, No, rate us on iTunes. No. It's it. It's okay. I mean, you can. But it's fine. I kind of like being under the radar. You know what I like? Oh, yeah. I like being under the radar because I listen to other people's podcasts. You don't want to be mainstream (laughs) vegan podcasts? No. I listen to other people's podcasts and um, I'm not entirely thrilled with them. And then I like... I like knowing that we put out like a quality product, but we're not giant. We're going to be. I don't think we will be. No, we will. And I don't think it's, I think it's Veganism fine. is going to get more popular and then we're going to be like in episode 300 and, and like, like professional Anthony mics. Kumia is going to like drop down and be like, do you yeah. want to be on our, Joe, our station? Joe Rogan's going to be like, have you Lisa heard of and Lisa Jimmy just won't come on my show, so I guess I'll have to go on theirs. Yeah. Or if he goes on other podcasts. I doubt it. <laughs> no, all I right. don't think so. Um, okay. Well, don't do all that stuff. And thanks for listening. And be vegan. And don't worry about roads because you can't do anything about it. But you can by just being vegan and promoting it. That's going to help whatever stuff going into the roads to go away. Yeah. Just so. Don't be an asshole. You don't be an asshole. Definitely don't be an asshole to non-vegans because it's like 95% of the population. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think that's it. Jimmy, do you have anything else? Nope. We'll be back sooner than later. All right. Good night. Good night.